What's your price to culturally adopt an avatar lifestyle for the next three years or to reset your ability to vocally communicate or to bike the four corners of the USA in under six months? Let's find out. Find out indeed. It's time to play Human Values, your weekly stop for logical debates about illogical questions. Here to give each hypothetical the dialectical, put the O in comedy game show and fill up that canteen when you're feeling kind of mean. We're your hosts, Lindsay Hicks. And Aaron Ribbon Q&A. Also joining us today is the amazing, wonderful content creator, Simi Raskin. Bring, bring. Oh, yeah. Hello. That's a bike bell. Oh. <laughs> Sydney, welcome. Hello. Hello. Hi, Sydney. Welcome to our little hobbit hole. Oh, I love it. I love hobbit holes. It's nice and warm, damp down here. <laughs> Ew. Where are you in the world right now, Sydney? I am currently in Los Angeles, California. I've heard of it. The one and only uh, city of, of angels, dreams, and aspirations that always go well for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Nothing ever goes south. No one ever is sad to hear. Yes. Where are you all located? LA too. Oh, perfect. There's a chance you're upstairs from me right now. <laughs> there is a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> it's not impossible. <laughs> When's the last time you slept? You just, so you have a lot going on, right? You just had your birthday and a kid. I did actually go to sleep at a reasonable hour for a birthday celebration last night. Uh, I have officially turned 34. So I'm like, I'm in it. I'm in there. You're I'm, in I'm truly in my 30s now. I'm I'm like, I would consider myself mid-30s now. The last time I slept, great question. I feel like I don't, I don't, it's a different sleep schedule. Um, like if, if you were to ask me like six weeks ago, if I, when was the last time I slept? I would have said like three days ago, but now it's like a little bit more normal, which is good. Can I ask a question? Because I don't have a child. Sure. The closest I've gotten is a puppy. Sure. So is it just that the baby doesn't sleep and you just have to stay up with the baby? Or is it like the baby is sleeping and you're so anxious about if the baby wakes up that you're like, I just have to stare at the sleeping baby all through the night? Great question. Um, the latter is more true. So the latter, it's more like when you first get a baby, it's like, oh, God, will this baby make it through the night? And I hope <laughs> that everything goes well. So the first night I was just like staring at her the whole time. I was like, I guess well, I'm just, I guess I'm just awake forever now. One of us is awake forever. That's how this works. Right. But uh, what really is the big shift is like baby to or no baby to baby is more. You don't really have autonomy over your sleep schedule anymore. Right. Right. So it goes from, oh, I'm going to choose to wake up early to if I don't wake up early, then I will probably explode. It's like the movie Speed, but way different. It's like in time, but you have no time. Wow. That sounds really intense. But also like what a cool thing that evolution did to our bodies that made us protect our infants. 100%. Like it's such a like ancestral thing that you're experiencing right now. That's like so like on a cell level. Yeah. Your yeah. body is like must protect the baby. <laughs> yeah. There's like some crazy thing that's happening is like every time I leave the house or like if we have a babysitter or something all i can think about is like the image of my child's face and i'm just like i can't i like like can i can i please leave like i can't not just not think of you and then i feel like some like insane comfort like oh thank god like hello baby wow yeah that's very that's very intense it's a very intense thing like all the other parents i'm talking to I even asked my mother-in-law, I was like, does this intense, painful love ever, like, subside? Like, can I <laughs> can I just, like, be normal again? And she goes, no. I was like, damn it. Like, I really, really wish I could be normal for a second again, but I just can't. Calling it intense, painful love is so amazing. That's really what it is. Everyone says, like, oh, you can't explain it, but I just did. It's an intense, painful love that you have never experienced, even in high school, when you first fell in love, like there's nothing. It's crazy. So since we're capturing this moment in your life right now, it, by the <laughs> way, thank you. This is very special to get to celebrate this. Special but wait, moment. one more question before we move on. And I'm sure we'll come back to wait, it. I'm not moving us on. I am not. Okay. I thought you were moving us on. I, I wasn't going <laughs> to stop talking Do about not it. Yell at me about moving on. <laughs> I hope that it's interesting, too, because, like... Oh, no, it's so fascinating. No, I'm not trying to move us on. No, why do you guys think I'm trying to move us on? I had a question. 
Hold on, everybody grab your britches and hold on, you witches. My question <laughs> was, since we're capturing this moment with you, it does sound like a typical tr- segue I would do. Since we have this moment with you, do you want to capture a message, some advice, some sage wisdom at 34 that will forever be on here? For Zelda? For my daughter? Her mm-hmm. name's Zelda. I love that. Oh, my God. Her name's Zelda. Yeah. Uh, some sage wisdom. Always stay sick. Ooh. Like sick, like be dope, like be dope. <laughs> yeah, I love like that. Just... <laughs> Wisdom has never been sager than you always. You know what I mean? Just like be sick. Yeah, you know, like be always sick. be lit. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like it. I'm inspired. Can I start the game, or do you still have more questions? No, I have more questions. One more. Okay, make it count. This has. This is a big one. All of it's writing on this question, Lindsay. Okay. Sydney, the intense, painful love. Yes. <laughs> Recommend. <laughs> Recommend. <laughs> or not. Um, I. <laughs> you can say no and still be a good dad. <laughs> yeah, like I would actually say, like it's so, it's such an insane feeling <laughs> that, like, it's hard. Like, I don't know if I recommend it. You know, like, I don't ever recommend feeling this because, like, I wish that I, like, could just, like, think of something else. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, can I have space in my brain for at least just one other thing? Yeah, like, like, even when I'm making my videos, I'm always just like, yeah, but, like, I would like to just, like, hang out with little girls some more. You know, like, I was trying to make a video, like, actually do work earlier today, and... I don't know, just like two hours go by and you're just like, oh, I guess I don't have time for that anymore because I was staring at a child, my child, forever. So it's tough. So you're saying you love it, but it's not for everyone. Yeah, I don't know, man. I would. Yeah, like like (laughs) it's it's wild. Hey, at least you're staring at a child that you, you know, it's not like you're just telling us out of the blue. Yeah, I wasted two hours of my day today staring at a child. It's so funny. When I said that sentence, I was like, when I'm just staring at a child, like, no, 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 I don't. I don't. I, don't, I wasn't. I don't, it wasn't like. I mean, is it, it's not. It's my it's child. Like I love, it's my baby. I love <laughs> my baby. <laughs> Speaking of child and being childish and kidding around, I'm not kidding when I say that this is the segue, whether you like it or not, Lindsay. And Sydney, how do you feel about playing a little, as our foreign listeners call it, human values? Human values, I would love to, please. The rules are pretty simple. We're going to do three hypothetical questions today, read by the Lindsay. The Lindsay. Safe. It was safe and I liked it. (laughs) It was a safe safe play. And the question isn't just what's your price to have to do it. It's the least amount of money you'd accept to do the deal. Oh, this you're going to be your your listeners are going to be amazed at how little money it takes me to do something. The bar's pretty low with pretty much everything we do. So no. (laughs) Um, And then we also do a fun like audience poll and we get answers from people who submit it at humanvaluespodcast.com. And they answer the questions too. And we get we choose uh, we choose a couple people's answers and we show them off. Amazing. Lindsay, do you want to not be green with envy? Do you want to be blue with uh, words? Dabba dee, dabba die? Yeah. That was the worst? Yeah. That was the worst. That was up there. I am going to be processing that one for a while. Mm-hmm. But here's the question. What is your price to culturally adopt an avatar lifestyle for the next three years? You'll live based on the Navi culture and the A1 religion. By the way, I did not. I, I have no answer for you about how to say Awen or Awan because the tree is Awa. Guys, the first movie came out seven hundred years ago. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember anything. But what I do remember from that Avatar movie is that I did find it to be gripping, and I had my legs crossed during the whole movie tightly. Like I was like arms crossed, legs crossed, was just very focused. And when the movie was over, I couldn't walk. I had to sit in the movie theater for, cause I had like lost feeling in my extremities because I was so like tightly physically wound up. I forgot what was happening. So anyway, I I did enjoy it, but I don't remember it. (laughs) I remember uh, very specifically every time I say, I see you, I know that's from Avatar. I don't know why I remember it so well, but it's like, that's it. How much would it take for me to live in an avatar? 
not the last airbender avatar the james cameron classic lifestyle for three years just the lifestyle so it's not going to that world it's for, let's talk about like what we think that would mean right so i don't bet you guys the main things i remember are like the navi the navi navi whatever they have those sexy braids the sexy hair yeah it is sexy hair right the little braid with yeah. the tendrils on the end that they they just stick them in everything let's just say everything they do is hot all their style choices are sexy 100%. they're sexy they're hot they're a hot group of people this is an audio only podcast so i want everyone to know that you just grabbed a, an invisible bow and pulled it back yes i did so i grabbed i grabbed an invisible bow and i pulled the arrow back like like the not navi do mm-hmm mm-hmm so they also ride really rad uh, aliens. But they're also kind of fucking them while they ride them. Oh, yeah, they are. Right? Because the braid thing that they use to, like, mate. Wait, 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 wait. What are they fucking? Yeah, they have these braids that have, like, weird tendrily things in them. And when they mate with each other, they connect their braids tip to tip. And yeah. so when they ride an animal, they also braid it into the animal and make a connection with them. So it's very your brains no. become one or something no, like no. that yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it's a sexy movie Lindsay. no yeah. no no i don't think that they're they're having sex with the with the pets they're not having sex with the pets they're just spiritually connecting with them and physically connecting with them which is the same thing they do with each other right but they call it mating I just got so upset so you have to have sex with your car like you know you, like anywhere you go you're connecting with it stops calling it having sex with with the stuff fine Lindsay. i'll just say what we're all thinking when you get in your car you have to be <clears throat> it has to be a penetrative experience no let's just go there different <laughs> you explain how you would take your dog for a walk <laughs> if i have to if i have to fuck my car there's no price there's no price i don't want to fuck my car Listen, I'm going to come, I'm going to be straightforward with you. This is the thing I always wanted to know Lindsay's answer to. That's the whole reason we created the show. <laughs> One day, years back, I thought, what did it take to get her to fuck a car? Yeah. <laughs> if I were able to have sex with everything I interacted with. <laughs> That's not the question. <laughs> well, if I want to become one. What's your price to drive stick? Ew. It's a different question now. Hello. Zim, zim, zong. Manual age, if you know what I mean. <gasps> No, I'm exhausted with that. I would say I have the hair for it already. You do, you know, so that's not a big leap. Oh, yeah. Very long locks. Yeah, like long, you know, I could just put a ponytail, braid it up. Do you then take that ponytail and touch it to things and talk about your spiritual connection with them while you think about colonialism? Yeah, whenever whenever I'm like making a cup of coffee in the morning, I put it in a ponytail and I just go, is it going to be good? I don't think that's what they do in the movie, though. I think they just use it to connect to other beings. So I don't think you would actually fuck your car. It's like looking deep in the eyes right like that's what the braid yeah, stuff yeah. is i just really don't want it to be fucking it's not fucking it's just connecting yeah it's connecting with it's... very sensitive tips it's like a deep eye gaze like when you yeah. before you get on a horse and you like you're like hey betsy and then you like look the horse deep in the eyes and then you don't get on the horse until you've connected with the horse like that kind of thing Oh boy. I'm going to say what a what a fun experience that would be. And <laughs> to look a horse in the eye? Yeah, to look a horse in the eye and not be scared of it. <laughs> You're scared say, of horses? I'm they're big beasts. Whoa. I was thrown from a horse once. <gasps> you were? Yeah, I was. Can you tell the story? Uh it was my 17th birthday. Uh a couple of friends of mine were like, "Hey, you want to go ride a horse?" And I was like, "Yeah, all right." And then I got on that horse and I did not survive the saddle. What, did it buck you off or something? Yeah, I fell right off. It was like, oh, it was, it was a lot. And then when you fell, what happened? What did you do? Rolled away. You just rolled. You went for the roll. I rolled away. I was like, uh, it's not for me. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it was. I, I grew up in Virginia. So like there were people that just like rode horses for like fun if you were rich. And uh, yeah, that was like. Some one of my friends was like, "Why? Why do you think this is a good thing?" Um, honestly, like, I don't know. To go into that virtual world and like be an avatar, I think that'd be cool. Well, you're not going there though. This is just in your own life. Oh, so like in my everyday life, I you're have just to adopting at, it. I have to like look at my wife, and I'm just like, I see you. Yeah, you got to do that. She might like it. Have you tried it? I haven't actually, not yet. But hey, let me text her real quick. 
Listen, I think the idea, though, of like the Awen religion or whatever it is where you worship a tree and the tree connects everything together. I feel like that is very nice. Like, I don't I don't see that as being the the price point. Sure. Like if someone's like three years to be a, a hippie about nature and spirituality, I, that's fine. What do you see as being the price point? I could just move to Portland if I wanted to. That's really true. Right. That's true. You could spend three years in Portland. It's the same question that we're really asking. <laughs> right. By the way, before we say our prices, can I ask you a very tangential question, which is you brought up being from Virginia. And I just have to ask you, what's a mountain mama in the oh, song? Take me home country road to the place I belong, West Virginia, mountain mama. What the fuck is a mountain mama? So uh, great question. A mountain mama is a country road that takes you home. Where? Where you belong. Oh, it's to the place you belong. Yeah. So the road is called Mountain Mama? No, so... Oh, wait, yeah. Is it driving instructions? <laughs> They're just driving instructions How back. do I get there? Uh, Yeah, get on the country road. It'll take you home. Yeah, it's a Mountain Mama. Yeah. Yeah, that curvy road. It's a Mountain Mama. <laughs> yeah, you go to... You go mountain, You ask anyone where where to go. You just, <laughs> you just go... You just go take Mountain Mama. So it was just like a weird flex he was doing of like... Yeah. There's a debate among Virginians and West Virginians about if he's talking about West Virginia, the state, or Western Virginia of the Commonwealth. Something I've also always wondered. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're both Blue Ridge Mountains. Yeah. Where's the Shenandoah River, though? The Shenandoah is a part of Virginia and West Virginia. Wow. 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 Yeah. Wow. Really playing both sides of that one. Tricky fucker. <laughs> yeah. West Virginia took it and became the state song west virginia took it west virginia took it yeah <sighs> man they're just such mountain mamas okay there's wait. such mountain mamas. so here's my question then about being from virginia what's your price to culturally adopt an avatar lifestyle for the next three years i could just move to to western virginia and adopt this culture i thought you're just moving to portland i thought you said that's just the same thing well if we're talking about virginia it's like you're in eastern virginia then you move to western virginia i don't trust the west virginians anymore i neither do i uh i I mean, really, like, I don't, I don't think it would be that much. Like, I, I just, you know, you adopt a, you, you adopt the culture. You stare lovingly into people's eyes. You really connect with nature. Give me like, well, actually, if you're just like for three years, it's a long time. Don't forget, also, it seems like part of their culture is making sure your nipples are always just barely covered. Yeah. See, the 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 fashion is going to be a problem for me. Oh yeah. Yeah, they they really they are not very uh the women don't get very lucky in this movie. They are dressed barely. I'm like, okay, James Cameron, perv, put some more clothes on the aliens. Oh, Jimmy Cam's big old perv. Loves loves showing off. Oh, you're talking about Jimmy Kaka? Jimmy Kaka? <laughs> Jay Cooks? Let's just okay, let's just go with like a uh, a year's salary, right? And all of us make high six figures. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy right. on an on a daily. Give me okay. Give me one fifty for three years. Give me one fifty one fifty k for three years. I'll do it. Wow, you really greased that goose. I need it. You really jimmied that Kimmel. Jimmy that Kimmel. I jimmy that Kimmel. I fallened the Jimmy. Ooh, you really conaned his O'Brien. Oh Ooh. man, I can't believe I James that Cameron. Yeah, mm -hmm. Jimmy Kaka. All right, Lindsay. I don't want to wear the clothes. I don't want to do that. I don't want to wear the clothes. These avatars don't have a great sense of humor. It doesn't like they seem very connected to their world and they're, you know, they're very serious and gentle, but they don't seem like they're having like the most like fun. Actually, the avatar is the construct that they put their brains into. Then the Avi is actually the culture. I was going to say that technically the same avatar because it's actually the avatar of the humans that are inside the Navi, but that's fine. So Zoe Saldana is a human? So no, she is a Navi, but Jake is a member of the American military that sits in a pod. And they go into the avatar land. Well, he, he's an ex-military trooper who was a jarhead who lost his legs. And then he joined a freelance contractor military unit because his brother died. And so he had the genetic sequencing match to inhabit the Avatar body. So wait, so where is the Avatar land? The Pandora. It exists. It's real. So basically well, they're... They're trying to mine Pandora. For unobtainium. I need to know so I can tell you my price. 
That's that's nothing to do with the question, though. The question is living like them. It's cultural appropriation of the Na'avi people. Oh, so that makes it not worth that much money that I said. I feel like I should not have said a price if I'm appropriating anything. Yeah, I don't want to appropriate their culture. Don't don't do that. What's your price to culturally appropriate (laughs) a construct made by Jimmy Kaka? James Cameron woke up one day and said, I want blue sexy aliens to be tribes people. But he didn't. He basically just took Pocahontas and made it aliens and then gave them braid sex. Yes. So what's your price? How is this so difficult? So what's your price, Lindsay? By the way, if you haven't noticed, I've been dodging the question and just throwing it at you. and <laughs> see, I have no answer. In my- what's not fair about this podcast and about this setup is that I was dodging the question the whole time, trying to get one of you motherfuckers to answer it. <laughs> and then I answered it, and now I feel like a jackass. <laughs> yep. That's Welcome. the show. <laughs> there's parts of it that don't seem so bad, and then there's parts of it that do seem very bad. Just say no price. You can do no price. You, you won't do it. But it's not that bad. It's not like living in hell forever. You know what I mean? Like, it's not the worst... <laughs> It's three years of the most embarrassing thing I've ever done. I'm just going to join Sydney and say, uh, I'm going to say 150 grand also. I think that's fine. Gets in the way of all the inconveniences. You could work around it. Exactly. Oh, $5 million. You can't have a regular job if you're like wearing a loincloth and like singing to a tree. I'm sorry. You can say a lot if it's your religion. Yeah. Right. I went to a restaurant here in Los Angeles for years. And one of the servers was studying to be a, a new priest in a new religion. They couldn't hand anything to me. They couldn't They couldn't uh, have me accept anything from them as they're handing it to me, right? And they were servers. That was a server. Were they all like this or just one server? Just, just one. You can get around a lot if you say, well, it's part of my religious practice. What was the religion? Do you remember? I don't remember, actually. Maybe he worshipped the band My Morning Jacket because you look kind of like their lead man. Yeah, maybe. Wow. Maybe they love. It's a high compliment. It's a high compliment. All right, wait. Let's look at what our listeners had to say. Are you sticking with your five milskis, Linz? Yeah. Five milskis a year? No, for the whole three. Oh, okay. Still a lot of money. Yeah, I don't want to do it. Sydney, do you want to hear what Dylan had to say or what Susan had to say? I'm going to go with Dylan. All right, we're starting with Dylan. Dylan said five million buckaroos and said, does this include the wardrobe? I'm out of shape and would feel very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Dylan and I are the same. You know your listeners well. We should just start calling you Dylan. Susan said 300,000 buckaroos and said, I feel like this is the equivalent of living homegrown, where you have to move to the forest and live off the land. I try to live off the land I have in the city by growing vegetables, so I would just be going all in. Mm-hmm. There you go. So so I feel like we weren't far off, right? It's like, yeah, move, be homegrown, and or get paid a lot of buckaroons. Listen, for $150,000, I'll be a slutty farmer for three years. That's what you're doing. Okay, slutty farmer makes it seem less bad, but I still am sticking with my five milskies. Yeah, like I'm not in shape to be a slutty farmer. Speaking of not in shape to be slutty farmer in another bad segue, Lindsay, you want to set up the next question? You know, I do. I do want to set up the next question, which is, what is your price to reset your ability to vocally communicate? So you'll be at an infant's level and redevelop speaking abilities at the same rate they would. This is so, this is so real to my life. Because you've got a baby that can't talk. My daughter only speaks in tones right now. Here, set the stage for us because whatever you're going to tell us is pretty much where we're all going to start if we accept this money. Exactly. Okay. This is so funny to me. So say, you know, hey, Zelda, what are your feelings on the midterm elections? And she would go, ah, 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 oh, also, your fist has to be in your mouth. So kind of like watching the midterm election coverage on Fox News. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Sure. I like that you tried it. I was just trying to pretend that I was. One of those people. So, man, that is tough. Would would my brain also go back to the developmental stage or just my vocal cords? I think we all are ourselves, but we get it's almost like you had like some kind of weird micro stroke that almost just reset that. But everything else is the same. You can type. You can write. You can sing. Fly. You do some slutty gardening. Oh, man. OK. There's a uh, OnlyFans for that. 
Yeah. You well, there's OnlyFans for everything. Um not that I would know. <laughs> OnlyFans.com slash Um <laughs> so there's just kidding. Uh or am I? <laughs> Let's do some role playing. Sydney, pretend you're a guest on a podcast right now. Lindsay, you and I are going to pretend that we're hosts on a podcast and we're interviewing Sydney about the state of the global climate right now. Okay. Sydney, what are your thoughts on the transition as Twitter restructures itself under Elon Musk's uh, oversight? The thing is, same. I feel the same way. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's very thanks thanks for that summing that up for us okay so that's what we're all gonna sound like until how long how long does it take till you can speak with cotent modern adult phrasing what did you say cotent cotent isn't it cotent is that the wrong word cogent Lindsay, yeah. is this is uh, what what was the word not to was it tibet just <laughs> tibet all over again i would honestly tibet. say like <laughs> to co coherent yeah ex- explain it yeah I would say it probably takes like four years, five years. Till you're speaking at the level we are right now. No, to speak at the level that we are right now, 34 years, because I didn't understand words until like yesterday. I mean, that's a long time. So you're back to this around 70. <laughs> yeah. God. This to me God. is the worst. This is awful. Like I can't imagine anything more isolating to feel like you are just like stuck inside with your own thought like this to me is like a worst case scenario you know what i mean like if you get if you get in a car accident you get a brain injury and suddenly you can no longer verbally like that is a nightmare situation it happens this happens to people this happens to people i've seen it happen to people i've like seen videos of people trying to relearn how to speak did you just yell at me about the same thing i said to you i said it to you and you yelled it back at me i know it's scary i'm having an emotional reaction i don't like it am i gonna cry right now because i'm thinking about the pain I know it's really, really sad of like how <laughs> how you would like look at someone and be so desperate to like form the words and know them in your brain and not be like, what the fuck? That would be awful. Can I tell you, though, as a single man, there's nothing that sounds more appealing than having the greatest excuse ever to not communicate. I feel like I would do a lot better in dating if you couldn't talk. Well, swiping doesn't change, though, right? Like, all of the swiping doesn't change. Right, but if I if I couldn't say something stupid and I had to think before I spoke through writing first right. or something, and I, like, right. found, like, a poetry girl. Yeah, and then you were just, like, speaking in haikus, but you were just writing in haikus. Yeah. Right? Or you were just, like, writing in, like, Shel Silver. I'm, I'm reading Shel Silverstein to my three-month-old daughter now, so I'm Aww. thinking about this a lot. He was such an angry person, though. Was he? I think so. But such a great writer. Such yeah. a great writer. Here's the thing. Maybe it's a chance to like really engage yourself in other forms of communication because you're forced to, right? So you sort of like have that human adaption into like poetry and like mm. beautiful sign language and, you know, something like that. So yeah. you can speak. You can be like at a TED Talk just signing these these like elegant huge dialogues oh your calligraphy yeah your calligraphy skills calligraphy just go through the roof right so this is like a daredevil situation (laughs) right like you're becoming a superhero but also how did stephen hawking see he had like the thing where he types and it tells you he was also like just looking yeah it read his retina like as it moved around later on yeah something like that yeah so this kind of sounds like a superpower actually all right let's set myself up for the next 35 years that's all you got left yeah about we've all seen big fish i've seen into the wish's eye i know how i how i passed i love that movie so much it's a great movie i am gonna say 20 million dollars oh my god that's so close to what i was gonna say really sydney oh my god oh i was gonna say 25 i was gonna say 25 there you go look at us look at us who'd have thought did our brains just touch Lindsay? one billion dollars one billion dollars a billion a billion dollars one forty fourth of the price of twitter just go to a monastery for five years and then come out of it and you'll you'll have your don't what is that look you're giving me tonight i don't want to go to a monastery for five years i want to live in the lap of luxury and have a bunch of people take care of me and figure out ways to help people that can't talk talk you do like a good lap i do like a lap Everyone knows that. Every, everyone knows that. Everyone knows I like laps. First, literally, first thing I saw tonight was 
love laps. Love laps. It sounds like actual torture to me. And I feel like if I'm going to do it, I'm going to live a very, very fancy life where people help me to take the sting out of it a little bit. Yeah. You're right. What was that line from Succession? It's like uh, the the worst millionaire in the world is the one with five million dollars. It's like it's like the poorest millionaire. So maybe 20, 20 million and twenty five million isn't enough. Maybe we do need a billion dollars. A billion dollars. Are you getting a billy goat? Oh, a billy goat. You taking a billy? I'm taking a billy. No, I I'm not gonna. I'm I'm gonna stick with my twenty because that kind of sets me up for success. That like sets up. You know, I could invest in some nice property in like Malibu that way or something. That's going to cost you your 20 million right there. Yeah, that's true. I hope that people celebrate Halloween in Malibu with like Malibu puns, B-O-O. I can tell you firsthand because I did celebrate Halloween in Malibu this year. Oh. They didn't capitalize on the Malibu of it all as much as I wish they would have. So here's the question, Sydney. You want to hear about, let's say, Paige or Henry? Paige. Paige says no amount. They said, we're talking about four to five years until I can talk in complete sentences. I'm in my early 20s, and I don't think I can give up this time of my life for this quote unquote adventure. To me now, like if I could not communicate to my daughter to help her brain to literally develop into words, that would be pretty sad. Um, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that would be a big bummer. Yeah, that's pretty sad. But I want to. I want to have that life like. Again, if it's a daredevil scenario and I'm just like just gaining a superpower of calligraphy or something or like rock climbing. I was going to say it's not daredevil unless daredevil slowly got his sight back as the series went on. Uh, That's true. I'm sure there's a comic book arc that did that. Actually, that'd be pretty cool. All right. Wait, you want to hear about Henry? Oh, Henry. Tell me about Henry. We got Henry here. Let's talk about H-Dog. $3.5 million and Henry says, essentially I would need to be put on disability until I could speak again. Then, even when I can speak my vocabulary would be shit for a very long time. Not sure how I could work for at least 10 years, so I need money to support me, plus additional money for my inconvenience. I like it. So I think think 20 milli A milli goat? (laughs) Yeah, uh, 20 milli goats, and then you know, Lindsay, you're Billy Mays over there. Oh, no one's done that one. It's really good. <laughs> Thank you. I think that, yeah, I think I think we're on a good a good value there, a good human value. Is it time to get on that train and keep on chugging down the tracks? Let's take Mountain Mama. Ooh. This is a fantastic podcast. I love this so much. That's so nice. We're not done with the episode yet. You might change your tune in a moment. <laughs> yeah, there's still one question left, so you may change your mind. We can take it. Let's take words of affirmation. Thank you, Sydney, for the compliment. Thank you. It feels good. You're very welcome. You know what else feels good is all those people out there listening to the show. We just want to thank everyone for like your fun answers here that you've got going. These questions, you know, they're they're nothing without your fun insights and helping, you know, ground us in sanity and reason. So keep doing it. Keep sharing these with your friends, giving us your your thoughts, sending your own questions. This half the fun is reading all the crazy crap that everyone's coming up with. So we really appreciate you guys. And then, yeah, you know, just be a little evangelical about it. Share, rate, review, all the things. But most importantly, that you all have to remember in life is to let Lindsay read the next damn question. My question to you, what is your price to bike the four corners of the USA in under six months? On a tricycle? Tricycle would be easier than a bicycle. Really? Actually, yeah, like a really good, like recumbent tricycle. Like think about, think about like, you want to see my bike tats? Yes. Wait, what? Do you have bike tats? I have Two very large bike tattoos. Bicycle or motorcycle? Oh, fantastic. Thank you for asking. Bicycle. Ooh, he likes a sickle. What is your connection to bicycles? I moved to Los Angeles from Richmond, Virginia, and uh, there's a very big alternative cycling scene for a lot of the like college kids and, you know, anyone that sort of like is into cycling but doesn't want to be like a roadie or, uh, you know, like those, those like Lance Armstrong esque you know, singlet wearing kind of people. So there's a big underground uh, cycling scene in Los Angeles too, but in Richmond that a lot of people like latch onto when I was one of them. So I just fell in love with bikes and I fell in love with like biking around everywhere. So like I've biked from San Francisco to Los Angeles for the AIDS life cycle. Whoa. You bicycled from San Francisco to Los Angeles. How long did that take you? Yeah. uh, The trip is five days, six days. 
and it's basically a um, bicycle fundraiser for AIDS um, awareness and, you know, the betterment of people that are uh, suffering from AIDS or, you know, have family members or friends that, you know, need more AIDS awareness. So um, it's 545 miles or I guess it was 551 miles at the time. Yeah, it's just it was an absolute blast. It was an absolute blast. Wow. So then when you're on when you are you start in San Francisco, I'm assuming. Yes. And how so you just did you like fly with your how did you get your bike up there? Uh, you ship your bike up ah. there. So you basically drop it off at the the Los Angeles LGBTQ AI plus center. And you basically just like hand your bike off in a flatbed truck and they just like bike it up. They just drive oh, it up. so it's part of the program. Yeah, it's part of the program. No, it's not just a guy. It's not just a, it's not just like a dude you said, <laughs> please take my bike. That costs money. You don't go to that cultural center for like no. uh, education, awareness and cultural connection and shipping gym equipment. Yeah, exactly. No, you don't. Or sports equipment. You don't just call how your buddy and ask him to take it. No, it's part of the program. So then, and then you fly up once you've given your bike and then you get your bike and then where do you sleep along the way? Yeah. So you camp. So you, you pitch you're tent. Camping. You just, yeah. You're just camping, but you're camping with like 3000 other people. So you basically have like a event staff constantly following you who are called roadies. So you have roadies and riders and roadies are basically all the volunteers that help like you know, make the ride safe. The, you, have, you have sweepers that sweep the tr- uh, the course for the day that like pick you up in a van or you have like the the bus that you can like just bus that day if you're not feeling well, if you have a bad cramp or whatever. So it's like it's a very inclusive community oriented event and it's um it's a lot of fun. So yeah, you're just pitching a tent and sharing a tent with someone else for five days. You're getting fed and stuff. It's, it's a lot of fun. That sounds so cool. And they do this every year? Every year, yeah coming up in june are you gonna do it again i am not actually going to do it this year because i'm very out of shape you have to be pretty in shape to do this thing you don't have to but like my ego makes me need to be in shape i get that so that took you about five days yeah okay so for this question to bike the four corners of the u.s in under six months that's approximately something like what like seven thousand miles or something i think i've heard like we were we were yeah. If we're going if we're going corner to corner and then corner to corner and then corner to corner, how are we doing it? Are we going across and then up and then across and then down? Are we going X? I gotta imagine there's an ideal route. I bet there's an right. ideal route, like based on like what kind of roads there are and elevation and stuff like that. I bet there's I bet there's a best way to do it. I would say let's start in because you have to go so you have to go to the continental divide. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the big like hill. Sydney, you're on an audio podcast. Use your words. I'm sorry. So there's a big, (laughs) so there's a big hill that you have to bike across and I'm pointing up and I'm making a mountain with my hands. And that's that's the mountain mama that you have to go across, right? You're pointing. Um, And you have to just go, which is up and over the hill. Right. Mm-hmm. Not easy. Not easy. Not easy. Not easy to pedal those strokes. Ew. Personally, I would start in Seattle and then go to Maine and then Maine to Florida and then Florida to Los Angeles. And then Los Angeles up. Yeah. But wouldn't it be to San Diego? Isn't down to, yeah, you, know, you got to hit San Dizzle. Oh. If you're getting the corners, right? San, San Dimoge for those sweet burritos. Oh, yeah. You got to get a sweet burrito with a French fry in it. Oh, I was just going to say, you got to get a California burrito. Oh, yeah. Or as we San Diegans, I used to be San Diegan, called it a Cali Boo Boo. Cali Boo Boo. Wow. Did you really call him Cali Boo Boo? <laughs> no. What an awful thing. <laughs> no. Cal- they're Cal- California style burritos, but uh, I like uh, Cali Boo Boo. <laughs> okay. We're going to start the movement here, folks. Hashtag Cali Boo Boo. So, man, that, you said six months? You have six months to get that done. I had a friend that did it, it in three. That was in from Los Angeles to florida they biked la to florida in three months yeah it might have been a month actually presumably you have to bike it without one of those electric bikes where you can charge it like this has to be 100 percent. no you have to do it analog yeah you got to do it you got to do it analog but also you have to pick the right time of year like you don't want to do it when it's too cold you don't want to do it when it's too hot yeah i'm talking like like maybe early fall oh fall 
Well, because if you do it in spring, spring's a bit tricky. Spring, sometimes it comes right back in. You don't see that winter coming. You think it's over. It ain't over. That actually hits my point even more. And Lindsay, to your point, we can we can meld these two ideas. You start in Seattle in like August or something or like, I guess, June. I feel like you would want to start in the new year. No. Is it too cold? Too cold. Really? You have six months. It's not staying. It's not the whole ride is at that time of the season. No, no, no. But we're thinking like over two seasons, right? Which two seasons do you want to bike? Do you want to bike? Which two seasons are you hitting? Are you because you're going to either get a little winter or a little summer and both are unideal. Why would you not want early in the year, late winter? You're you're busting through that. And then the rest of it is just all Sally sunshine. That's a good point. And no wet and no serious weather issues, too. You want to be hitting floor dizzle or going up to Maine, Maine, my main man, uh, whatever. And ooh, and you want to do that when hurricanes and tornadoes are all just kicking up. So for anyone that doesn't live in California, Aaron's doing like the best. Like a valley. It's like a deep valley. Yeah. San Diego. Very SoCal. Are you aware I'm not I'm not doing a bit. This is just how I talk. No, I know. What I'm saying is I feel very ridiculed and I like it. When I do a Californian accent, I do like hurricanesal, rain dizzle. Her kizzies and turnats. Yeah. <laughs> let's just fuck it. Let's just like fucking head up floor dunes so that there's no hurricanes. You know, hurricanes. Let's go to Miami's and get a turnads. <laughs> That's so funny. So whenever I hear people doing impressions of Californians, it's that. To me, it's like <laughs> from being from the Bay Area and then San Diego, I'm like used to like people talking like this, man. Like it's like a lot more. That kind of Californian. <laughs> sure. I think both both exist. They coexist in a beautiful way in California. San Mateo is different than San Diego. We all know this. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows this. The main question is, if it's doable in six months and you just have to go on this great American journey and miss six months of your life and get fucking ripped. Just dog. fucking ripped, dude. Just fucking ripped, bruh. It would really not cost me that much money because I think it'd be cool. And I would obviously give it all to charity. <laughs> You get like a few million bucks to like put your kid through college and you're like, nah, I give it to charity when you were a kid. Yeah. Sorry. I, I think we should build more railroads. Promised on a podcast. Sorry. I'm going to say, wow, I was actually going to go pretty low for that one. But then you said a few million. I was like, oh, that's sick, dude. You don't want to get a Millie Bobby Brown? A Millie. <laughs> Maybe I want a Billy Mays again. A Milton Burl. Here's the thing. You're away from your job for six months. You may have to quit your job. That means you should probably allot for enough money to, to keep you comfortable for at least a year. Plus, think of all the medical things that could happen while you're out. You want to make sure you have enough money to get care and know that, you know, you can sleep comfortably, maybe even in luxury, you know, maybe have a, a massage in Toledo. In Toledo. You're going to get stabbed in the South. Can I just say anyone listening? I don't hate the South. I just fear it. Human values has a firm pro-South stance. My father was uh, raised in South Carolina. I spent a lot of time in the South. I love a good Waffle House. I'm from Virginia, which is technically the South. Richmond, we all know what happened there. Capital of the Confederacy. Yeesh. Every time you're on the show, every time you're on, you talk Gotta bring about up it. the Confederacy every time. Every, every <laughs> time. Are you in the millions? I think I'm 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 hitting Millie's. Yeah, Millie Vanilli's over here. Ooh. It's expensive to travel for six months. It is. Anywhere. Anywhere. Well, you want lodging too. You might as well stay at like yeah. a nice Marriott. <laughs> nice Marriott. I want to go Super 8 motels only. <laughs> mm -hmm. I want to stay at, at any open Chuck E. Cheese. I want to rent a back room and I want to cuddle up with animatronics. You know, those, you know, those stores that Spirit Halloween rents out. I want to stay in those when Spirit Halloween isn't in them. Spirit in. Yeah. They're probably next to a good massage parlor, like great, great takeout food. You know, I want that. There's nothing like falling asleep being uh, spooned by a werewolf, a stuffed werewolf doll. Yeah, to the exactly. sweet sounds of like the doo doo doo. I'm going to come out there and I'm going to say I'm a clean 1.5 mil. I'm going two ski. Two Millie Bobby Browns. You dropping a deuce? Mm -hmm. I'm just going to undercut both of y'all and I'll just say a cool Millie. Ooh. 
Wow. Just because I think that it would add to the adventure of it. And, you know, maybe I have to rent an Airbnb for a couple of days. Or um, maybe I have to go to a, a sports authority or a, a big five sporting goods store and buy a tent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Or a new bike along the way. Your bike or a new bike. Or- Bike repairs aren't cheap. They are not cheap. If I have to buy a whole new bike, I have to buy the whole new saddle. I have to buy a whole new. Because you don't want to wait for it to get repaired, right? You want to get exactly. you want to get right back on that. You're, at that point, it's just a million dollars is a lot of dollars. You think we don't know? Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what a million dollars is like. You know, it goes quick when you're on the road. It goes real fast. Tell me about it. Here's the big question for you. Do you want to hear what Derek has to say or Lily? Derek. Lindsay, are you okay with Derek? Yeah, no, we can hear we can hear what Derek has to say, I guess. Well, just because of what Derek did last time. <laughs> oh, God. Derek said $45,000. This is totally doable. It's somewhere between 7,000 to 8,000 okay. miles to complete this. And if I were to average 50 miles a day, I could do this within six months. Would want half my yearly salary to take the year off from work. I love biking, so this would allow me to eat well, see cool things, and sleep comfortably. I think his math is off. Yeah, I think Derek, I'm upset with you, Derek, just like just like last time. I have a bone to pick with you, Derek, and I honestly knew I would. All right, Lily, $200,000. Lily says, I'd need a trainer for sure before I start. I haven't been on bicycle in maybe seven years, so I'm worried about the endurance. It sounds like a fun adventure, but I just don't know if I could physically do this. Yeah, I mean, that's also true. I didn't even think about maybe I can't physically do this. Yeah, it's no joke. It it's hurts. It's hard. You think... You think you know what quads are? Bike for a week. It's not fun, y'all. Yeah. I have a Peloton and half an hour on a Peloton and I'm like kind of fucked up. Yeah. Fun fact, though, that was Lily Tomlin. Big fan of our show. Oh, thank you so much for listening, Lily. Lily Tomlin, you're a legend. A myth. Yeah, you're an absolute legend. Let me let me just open this little folder here. Oh, what does this say? Lily Tomlin asked us to wrap it up. Oh, thanks, Lily. We're going to get sued by Lily Tomlin. No way. We got to talk about the most important thing here, which is who costs what to do all this stuff. It's a fantastic podcast. Lindsay, math lady, take it away. Here's what we all require to do the three tasks set forth today. Sydney, do you want to know? I'll tell you. $21,150,000. And at that number, you asked the least of all of us. What? Next up from there, our middler, I asked the most, but I'll tell you what it is in a second. Aaron asked for $26,650,000. Call me Miss Bet Midler. Oh. I, you know what? I will call you Bet Midler. I'd love to. Well, I just want to know. Yeah. So you you were the Billy Goat today. So you're you're going to be high. One Billy, seven Millie, I asked for. <laughs> That's a lot of money. That's a lot of bones. I would say it's just enough bones. That's an, that's enough doll hairs to get you through. I'd say so. You could, you again, I said this earlier in the podcast, you could buy 144th of Twitter for that. Wow. Which part? Who knows? To quote Jon Snow, but I don't want it. But I don't want it. You are my queen. Yeah. You know what I do want, Sydney? I want to know everything. I want people to know everything about you. What's going on? What's coming up? Sydney Raz everywhere, really. It's S-I-D-N-E-Y-R-A-Z. Uh, all one word. Big stuff happening for me. I have merch now, which is pretty cool. Cool. Uh, I'm actually wearing some right now because it's so comfy. That's cool merch you have. Thank you. It's If you could all see this merch, um, you would you would just say, yep, buy me some. You should look at the internet and find it because it is cool. <laughs> just if anyone's listening, by the way, Sydney's butt naked. We're just going along with it. We agreed. It was, in the, it was in the writer before coming on to do this. We had to pretend that the merch was great. I have to, uh, the writer, every single thing I do, I'm just naked. <laughs> yeah, pretend I'm wearing merch, please. SydneyRazMerch.com. Yeah, and I think it's just really exciting to like I've been trying to do this content creator thing for like 15 years. So like to have a merch to to you know be doing this full time is so cool and follow for more, as they say. Amazing. I would follow you to the four corners of the country. Over the course of six months. <laughs> I've never told a guest I love you before. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, see ya. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Thanks so much for having me, everybody. Do you have a fun fact to leave on? I don't know. I can tap dance. Wow, Wow. cool. 
What's your favorite tap move? Is it a buffalo? No, obviously it's a triple time step. Ooh, he got a triple time step, people. <laughs> Do you have a little piece of wood that you pull out so you can tap dance wherever you are? No, but I, I do have my shoes still here, and uh, I used to have a tap board, but I do not anymore. Tap board, that's what I meant, not piece of wood. <laughs> Sydney, I, I just want you to know that I, I tap you. I tap oh. you as a fun guest. You've tap danced your way into our hearts. Oh, there you go. No, thanks for coming on, man. Thank you so much for having me, y'all. This was such a blast. This is such a great podcast that truly like breaks down so many barriers and I love it. I love it so much. Making you think about things that no one needed to is all we ever asked. <laughs> Come back again sometime. It was fun having you, man. I will absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. God, I am a boat floating on an open sea. Oh, I think I see land. And wow, the feeling of seeing land is the feeling of seeing Sydney on a podcast. It's like Sydney is my island. And I'm in a boat with a tiger. And this is a life of pie, and it's all allegory for some for some stuff. I love pie. Speaking of pie, I just want to take a little slice out of the PSA pie right now and have a little bite. What does it taste like? Ooh, it tastes like an announcement. Just want to let everyone know, we're going to start releasing the show every other week for a little while, just because we're hitting the holidays and it's just a whole busy time for us, but we want to keep on making this stuff for you guys. So the next episode will be on December 27th in two weeks, and we're also going to do something a little new. Lindsay, knock knock. Who's there? No one. We're going to start doing episodes with no guests, where it's Lindsay and I talking about the prompts also, because as much as we love the guests and we love all the fun, we want to try something new. We want to just uh, chipper chopper. We just want to stretch our legs. You know what I mean? We're just the Titanic on the open sea, just really letting the fins go. You scared? Yeah, I'm scared. Just be alone with me talking? No, uh, no. It's going to be like this. It's going to be like you know, just two people. It's going to be like this, this, which is going really well. You know what else is going really good? Making the show for everyone out there in the world. And we love how much all of you guys out there play along. If you want to join the fun, run as fast as you can to your nearest browser. Let us know your worth. We're always putting up new questions and polls over at humanvaluespodcast.com. While you're there, help us be lazy. Give us more questions that you come up with. They're all so funny. Again, over at humanvaluespodcast.com. Lindsay, light that parade. If you enjoyed today's episode, or if you just like the show we make, please spread the word. It is so important to us, and we appreciate it a lot. To throw a little extra love our way, please leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app, and maybe leave us a rating, and maybe we'll choose you for a shout-out. Ah! That was a shout-out. Thanks for listening. We're your hosts, Lindsay Hicks. And Aaron Ruben Corny. Special thanks to our guest this week, Sydney Raskind. Our lead producer is Rob Goldman. Our producers are Shanti Brooke and Aaron Rubin Corny. Our editor is Andrew Sims. Our engineer is Jason Portizo. And our music is by the cute little flirty boy, Omer Benzvi. Ooh, little flirty boy. By the way, we're just always naming people, but just a little extra shout out for Shanti Brooke this week. She's just, I just love her. And I just want it said on air. Shanti is an angel. And everyone knows it. I know. But you know what else everyone knows is that all information, research, and advice shared on today's episode was expressed for entertainment purposes only. Statements provided by the Human Values hosts, production team, and guests should not be taken as professional advice or fact. Human Values is a human content production.